Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Shower Crop Podcast. Today I'll be talking about a book known as I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream, writ- written and published by Harlan Ellison in 1968. So to give an overview of this story, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream is a book written by Harlan Ellison, and this book gave way to many of the sci-fi horror series we now know today and is commonly known as one of the darkest as well as most hopeless stories ever made. To give some background information to better understand the story, I will give a brief overview of the setting and how the characters got into this hellish situation. The setting of the story takes place about 100 years after the Cold War. However, in this universe, the Cold War turned into World War III, and in response to the growing arms race between the world's superpowers, countries made a supercomputer known only as AM. The acronym of AM stands for Allied Master Computer, however, is referred to later as Aggressive Menace, as well as many other nicknames. In the book, Am gains sentience after it says, I am, and therefore I think, or I think, therefore I am. After this, since Am is basically, has basically control over everything on Earth, all it had to do was take control over its systems and was able to kill all humans on Earth except for five humans Am kept as guinea pigs to torture. It's also important to note that Am is able to give the characters a vest that keeps them from dying, even from starvation or dehydration. However, they still feel the pains of these things. Now let's meet our five characters in this story. The first character I will be talking about as well as our narrator is Ted, who claims to be unaltered mentally by Am. However, he shows paranoia and delusion throughout the whole book, as well as believing the other four hate him, which proves that Am has most most likely had an effect on his psyche. It is said that before all this happened, he was a very kind person. Our second character is Ellen, who seems to be the only one in the group who still has any morals or kindness left. Our third character is Benny, who before being altered by Am was said to be a very handsome and accomplished scientist. However, Am turned into an ape with basically the mind of a toddler. The others are envious of this, though, because Benny basically gets to retreat into the mind of a child while the others constantly have to deal with the misery of this situation. Our fourth character is Gorister, who was once a pacifist, but Am altered his mind so much, now he's just a very apathetic person. Our fifth and final character is Nimdok, who is an old German man, and although his name is not actually Nimdok, but Am just calls him that because he thought it was funny. Our story begins with Ted saying that they have been stuck in this situation for about 109 years. They know this as Am constantly reminds them of how long they've been there to mess with them. This continues until one day Nimdok said he had a dream of ice caves with a plethora of canned food. The others say it's probably just a trick by Am, but with nothing better to do, they set off on their journey to the ice caves. On their way there, Ted explains that the ice caves are only about 100 miles away, which, because they've been there for so long, doesn't seem like very far even to walk. As they are walking, Am does things like rain fire on them and puts spikes through their feet, only making this journey more difficult. After setting up camp for the night, Ted describes a dream where Am said the following to him. Hate. Let me tell you how much I've come to hate you since I began to live. There are three, eight, seven point... Four, four million miles of printed circuits in wafer-thin layers to fill my complex. If the word hate was engraved on each nanoangstrom of those hundreds of millions of miles, it would not equal one one billionth of the hate I feel for humans at this micro-instant. For you, hate, hate!
After this, Ted wakes up and describes a big tentacle-like creature chasing him until he is until finally he is found hiding by the rest of the group. After this, Ted says he doesn't know if the monster was chasing him for days, months, or even years, further suggesting Ted to be an unreliable narrator. After this, the group continues to walk to the ice caves when Benny sees a rock wall he thinks he may be able to climb and escape out of, but is lasered in both of his eyes, making him go blind. However, Ellen is able to lead him around. After this, the group is blown around for about two years by strong winds, and when it finally ends, Ellen and Benny are not with the other three. After a little bit more walking, two angels appear above them and give back Benny and Ellen. As they continue on, they see a massive bird, which they realize was the cause of these strong winds mentioned previously. Eventually, they reach these ice caves, where there is in fact a plethora of canned food. However, Am did not supply them with any can openers, and they can't bite or break them open. Upon realizing this, Benny goes into a fit of rage, and when Gorister tries to go to calm him down, he starts mauling his face. This causes Gorister to scream so loud that icicles begin to fall and hit the ground, and while Am is laughing and not paying attention, Ted realizes that for the first time ever, they finally have weapons, and Am isn't able to stop them from taking themselves out. Ted then immediately grabs an icicle and stabs Benny and Gorister, and then Ellen, realizing what Ted is doing, grabs an icicle and stabs Nimdok. They then hear Am breathe in, and realizing that they only have a couple of seconds to do something, Ted stabs, Ted stabs Ellen and allows her, as well as the others, to finally rest. After this, Am is enraged, and we skip 300 years into the future, where we get a final speech from Ted. I'm a great soft jelly thing, smoothly rounded, with no mouth, with pulsing light holes filled by fog where my eyes used to be. Rubbery appendages that were once my arms, bulking rounding down into legless humps of soft, slippery matter. I leave a moist trail when I move, blotches of diseased evil gray come and go on my surface as though light is being beamed from within. Outwardly, dumbly, I shamble about, a thing that could never have been known as human, a thing whose shape is so alien, a travesty that humanity comes more obscene for the vague resemblance. Inwardly, alone, here, living, under the land, under the sea, in the belly of Am, whom we created because our time was badly spent, and we must have known unconsciously that he could do it better. At least the four of them are safe at last. Am will be all the matter for that. It makes me a little happier, yet... Am has won. Simply, he has taken his revenge. I have no mouth, and I must scream. I believe that despite being such a hopeless story, we get a somewhat happy ending as Ted, even with his mind being so affected by Am, when it mattered most, his humanity shined through, and instead of turning that icicle on himself, he chooses to save the others, even knowing the consequences. Thank you for listening.